Hello, and welcome to Setting the Standard, the podcast about wireless radio standards creation from the Wireless Innovation Forum. I'm your host and communications director of the forum, Stephanie Hamill. Today, I'm talking with forum CEO Lee Pucker about 2021 and its highlights and looking forward to 2022. Hi, today I'm here with CEO of the forum, Lee Pucker. Happy New Year, Lee. It's good to see you. Happy New Year. Good to see you. That's the first time we've seen each other in 2022. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so today we are going to talk about some of the highlights from 2021, and then we're going to dive into hopefully some things we'll be able to see in 2022. So let's start with the um, Advanced Technologies Committee, our kind of umbrella overarching project feed committee. So what um, what happened with them in 2021? Um, so the big thing from the uh, Advanced Technologies Committee in 2021 is they formed uh, a new group um, looking at uh, passive and active sensor systems um, and interference between those systems and, uh, and uh, other systems, uh, things like uh, uh, earth sensing systems or satellite systems and how, how, how interference with those kind of things can be, uh, mitigated and, and avoided and how it can be done in an automated fashion. Uh, so that group is the, uh, the, it's the past work group and they're, uh, they're meeting, uh, roughly once every other week. And again, the focus there is on, uh, figuring out how they can draw uh, on the work that the wind forum has done for uh, TV white space for CBRS uh, for six gigahertz for other for other bands and use the things that have been developed there uh, to develop a, a more general framework for protection of passive and active uh, sensor systems. Great. Okay, and then uh, moving on to the spectrum sharing committee. What were they up to? Uh, spectrum sharing committee. Uh, so at the beginning of uh, 2021, the uh, priority access license systems uh, came online. And since that point, the Spectrum Sharing Committee has been primarily focusing on uh, providing uh, capabilities in the standards, specifications and standards that will support uh, addressing things that they have found in deployment in the field uh, for both the GAA, the uh, General Authorized Access to Priority Act, uh, Authorized Access, Priority Access License uh, levels of users. Um, so the goal is to uh, make more spectrum available and to ensure, uh, better ensure that they're protecting the incumbents. And so they've been developing what they call the release two standards, which are kind of a la carte. Uh, you can pick and choose the features that you need in release two uh, based on the specific deployment uh, that you're working through, the specific location that you're at, the kind of deployment that you're doing, uh, the spectrum that you're working with. You can pick and choose those features that you need to, to better enable you operating there. So the, the initial specifications for release two came out uh, last year and those are complete uh, and uh, they're continuing to involve them as they go forward. That's great. Um, and all of those are available at cbrf.wirelessinnovation.org, um, both the release one and release two standards. Um, it's wonderful how they keep evolving and 
become more specific for the users. Um, all right, how about the Software Defined Systems Committee? So the Software Defined Systems Committee has had two activities going on. The first is they established a partnership with SOSA, which is the Sensor Open System Architecture Group uh, out of the Open Group. Um, and uh, what they're doing is providing inputs on how uh, standards developed for radio, uh, software defined radio technologies can be uh, leveraged by SOSA in developing their standards moving forward. So they have a work group uh, called the Tactical Communication Systems uh, Work Group, and that group is working on developing uh, recommendations. Uh, they've been meeting with representatives from SOSA and working on developing recommendations uh, to uh, provide as input to the SOSA uh, standards. The other activity that's been going on is the standards development. So they've developed uh, a new timing service facilities, uh, specification, uh, both the platform independent model and platform specific models for that. They've uh, uh, developed an update to the transceiver facility, which includes uh, new platform specific models there. Uh, they've kind of developed an outline for how all these specs work. Um, they, they've basically put together 10 documents which uh, have gone through the uh, completed committee ballot last year. Um, and all the comments for those have been resolved. Uh, but those, those 10 documents, uh, the package basically uh, defines two new standards, uh, both from a platform independent model and how they can be implemented uh, using, those standards can be implemented using uh, C++ FPGA code uh, implemented within the software communications architecture, things like that. So those were kind of the two efforts that the Software Defined Systems Committee had, had been focusing on. Uh, a lot of work there. Yeah, those those are really exciting. That um, harmonized timing standards and that package, you know, that's a great, I think, international effort and international collaboration. And SOSA, I'm really excited about that partnership. Um, all right, how about the Six Gigahertz Committee? So the Six Gigahertz Committee, um, they were originally spun up the year before last. Uh, but they really got uh, their feet under them in the last 12 months. Uh, the, the big output, they, they made a number of recommendations to the FCC uh, based uh, defining, you know, how the uh, universal licensing system should look to address uh, supporting uh, the incumbents for uh, AFC systems. They made a number of recommendations on how test and certification can work to the FCC. Uh, and then they developed uh, the uh, first uh, comprehensive requirements specification for six gigahertz AFC systems, and that's been validated and approved by the members. So that's now available on the uh, on the website, um, and um, that's kind of a major undertaking because that now provides a baseline for. Uh, moving the band forward and doing test and certification uh, in, uh, in the six gigahertz band for AFC systems. Yeah, that's really, really exciting. And um, those are all available, like you said, on the website at 6ghz.wirelessinnovation.org. All right, and last but not least, um, how about our events last year? Uh, we did a number of webinars uh, in our webinar series, and um, folks can uh, uh, 
find those, I think, by following a link that will be included with this podcast. Yeah. Uh, there are uh, a, number webinars, a number of webinars for uh, both CBRS and 60 gigahertz were, were done, uh, and those are, are available on our uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, we also, the, the big event we did last year was uh, WinCom 2021. That was done as an online event. Uh, we had about 270 uh, participants in that, uh, 20-something speakers. Uh, over three days. It was a really good event. Um, uh, feedback we've gotten on that has been uh, pretty positive. People people were happy with how it worked, uh, happy at the way that we they were able to pick and choose the various sessions that they participated in and the, the broad coverage we had of kind of everything involved with uh, uh, software-defined radio and, and spectrum sharing uh, worlds. Yeah, that was really exciting. I thought it went really well. and. Um... Yeah, we did receive a lot of great feedback. So I know I love doing that event. So <laughs> I enjoy it. I'm crazy. Um, okay, so now heading back around, um, I'll go right back up to the top again for 2022. Um, what are we looking at for the um, Spectrum Sharing Committee? Uh, so Spectrum Sharing Committee, I think, is going to just uh, continue development of the release two specifications uh, when new requirements, uh, changes are identified in the existing specifications from deployed systems. Those come back into the uh, to the wind forum and then the wind forum looks at seeing what new features and capabilities need to be added into the standards to support um, that functionality, uh, what changes need to be made and how existing things work in order to, to fix problems that they found in the field. So it's really going to be just evolution of the release to uh, specifications uh, moving forward and adding new, uh, like I said, a la carte uh, features and capabilities as required. Great. Um, and then how about software defined systems committee? I think the big thing that's going to come out of the Software Defined Systems Committee in 2022 uh, will be the recommendations that they're going to make to SOSA. Uh, they've been having, uh, as I said, they've been having ongoing meetings with SOSA. Uh, and I think uh, now that a lot of the new standards are out, uh, they'll be, uh, um, and those, those should be published soon, uh, with all the new standards that are out, those can be uh, provided as, as recommendations for adoption by, by SOSA moving forward. So I think that's going to be their big activity for the year. Great. Um, and then now the six gigahertz committee. So now that we have baseline requirements, the next thing you have to do is test against the requirements. So the, the big thing that's going to be spun up in, uh, I mean, they'll continue to evolve the requirements as, as new things come in. But I think the big uh, next step for the 6 gigahertz committee is to develop a uh, accreditation program for test labs to do uh, test and certification against those requirements that were developed in uh, TS-1014, which is their requirements uh, standard. So um, I anticipate that um, uh, coming out of that, there will be an accreditation program that is defined. Uh, and we will start the process of actually accrediting test labs to do the test and certification of AFC systems. Um, last year, towards the end of the year, the FCC uh, put out uh, the request for um, uh, request for proposals for AFC system providers, 
and 14 organizations provided um, uh, proposals to the FCC. Uh, most of those organizations are participating in one form or another in wind forum. So um, I'm hoping that uh, what what they come up with there will be uh, will be useful to all of those member organizations. Yeah, yeah, that's super exciting. Um, all right, and then events. I know this is tough given the the coronavirus situation, but yeah, <laughs> we're kind of doing what everyone else is doing. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I know the board has said, the, so the board's doing an evaluation of face-to-face uh, -face meetings uh, quarter by quarter, and they're really looking at when can we get back together. Um, I'm, my hope, uh, their hope of the, the board of directors is that we can meet at least face-to-face uh, -face a couple of times uh, to work out, work through some of the thorny issues that come up in the development of standards and you know, recommendations and standards. Uh, it's just easier to to work through some of those things when you're when you're face to face than it is uh, through a web conference. Um, and then uh, there's an open question about when come 2021 or 2022. Uh, my guess is that'll still be a virtual event. Uh, we may look at doing a, a face to face event in 2023, but for the coming year, uh, I think it's just going to be too tight of a schedule for us to do uh, when come 2022. Face-to-face, uh, -face. so that'll that'll probably be virtual again, and I think that's worked out well for a lot of people doing that that conference virtually. So um, that may continue to be a model for us in the future. But that's you know TBD. We're going to be reaching out to members and finding out what they think once once we actually can get all of our members traveling again. Yeah, and of course we'll continue to offer webinars um, throughout the year. Um, Absolutely. So we'll yeah. I'm guessing that the next webinar will be uh, focused on uh, either uh, TS-1014, the 6 gigahertz mm -hmm. requirements document, or the new uh, specifications that have come out of the Software Defined Systems Committee. Uh, yeah. Those will probably be the next the next two webinars. Uh, I just don't know what order, and, and obviously we don't have the dates picked yet, but they, they should be sometime soon. Yeah. And I will make sure to put links to our events calendar and our webinars page um, in your show notes so everybody can keep up to date on that and go ahead and join our email list if they're not already. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Lee. And I'm looking forward to a great year ahead. Yeah, me too. I think it's uh, exciting times and uh, lot, lots of good work being done by our members. Yeah. Super, super proud of all the work that's been done. All right. Well, thanks. And you uh, have a great rest of your day. Thanks. You too. Right. Bye.